a miracle at UGP. Are you ready for a miracle with UGP? Oh, radio is here to you. We're going to learn something new. Are you ready for a miracle at UGP? For a miracle, it is I, your underground professor, sitting high atop a double rainbow gaily swinging my feet as it arches over the hermitage of North Texas's liberal conservative studies. Oops, I forgot to start. Uh, I forgot to start. Yeah, there we are. Periscope now. Okay, Periscope's open. Blog Talk chat room's open. It's going to be a short show. Tonight's show's broken. Uh, broken. <laughs> I've uh, I downloaded the new iOS 10 or whatever it is, and it is making me very mad. Nothing works like it used to. I can't add audio clips. I can't use my big monitor. I don't know why. These things worked until they uploaded the the update, 
and now I can't get anything to work. I'm down to one screen. I'm down to uh, limited information. Can't load in new sound bites. Uh, so I don't know what to tell you guys. Anybody out there knows or has some experience with this new update, how to work around these things, let me know. I use uh, YouTube to MP3 uh, for Media Human. And I usually just seize things off of YouTube, strip the video, get the audio MP3, and then upload it to Blog Talk. And they won't do it. It still thinks it's a video now. I even have the newest Media Hub. I've uploaded everything. Everything is updated. Everything's new. And I'm back, and I'm also waking up early now. So as long as I'm awake, when you're on, I am here. Right. All right. Well, welcome back, Amanda. <laughs> Uh, Twitter Dragon, right? Yes. Uh, they're the other half of Twitter Dragon, if I remember right. So I was thinking about you guys. I went to uh, Blue Bonnet the other day for breakfast, and I thought, oh, I wonder how you guys are doing. We never did make that Blue Bonnet thing. Uh, and, uh, oh, you are. you are. Oh, okay. You're the same person. Got it. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know what to say about all this technology stuff, but it's making me very, very mad. And... Um, Broken in body, broken in heart, but never broken in spirit. Yes. Some of us go through life, all of us go through life, and we have problems. We also tend to think that everybody else's life is probably just a little bit better. If they only had our life, you know. <laughs> okay, come on. Come on. I'll get you. Don't cry. Oh my gosh, you were getting too heavy, way too heavy. Oh, all right, there you go. And then, um, I can't get you too. Okay, I'll. Oh boy, this is gonna be something. Olive and Hendon in my lap. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was tonight's show. I was going to be doing that, and uh, and I'm I'm not so sure I want to right now. That. Uh, I'm not so sure I'm up for it. <laughs> At, uh, I had a fantastic night last night. I took my girlfriend out to the ballet. It was her first time ever. It was magical for her. She had a fantastic time. At, uh, I thought, uh, well, she did. She just kept saying how amazing it was. She's amazed by it. And uh, And then today... Nothing. <laughs> she hasn't responded to three of my uh, text messages, and when I call, it goes right to voicemail, and then I'm told voicemail's full. So I don't know if she's okay. She, I mean, she left here at midnight at, uh, to go home. I told her to text me when she gets home, and she said she would, and she never has. So I don't know if she's okay. I don't know how to get a hold of her beyond the way I have, and uh, and I don't know if maybe she just decided she doesn't want to date me anymore. <laughs> I don't know anything. Hey, 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 if you're going to be up here, you can't be yanking all the cords out, okay? Kind of leave that stuff alone. At, uh, so I'm kind of in a bummed mood right now. I don't feel like uh, going in and talking about what I was planning on talking about. Tonight is the debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald J. Trump. Yay. Exciting stuff. Well, thank you. And uh, <laughs> thank you, Dragon. It's uh, nice to hear. And... So anyway, um, where was I? Uh, Donald J. Trump going to be doing their debate tonight, debate number two. 
I bet it will be more watched than debate number one. There'll be no podium, so now Hillary will not be able to have a quote-unquote Bluetooth in her ear so that she can hear the, uh, oh, what are those things that the president uses everywhere, even when he goes and speaks to a, a kindergarten class, the uh, heads-up display. What do they call it? Teleprompter, right? The teleprompter of the United States. <laughs> they, uh, um, they're saying that that earbud that was in her ear was not so that she could get secret messages from her staff, but it was so she could hear the teleprompter telling her stuff in case she couldn't see it. And I, I believe that like I believe anything else Hillary talks about. So, you know, bullcrap. But uh, allegedly she won't be able to have that tonight, allegedly. Uh, so tonight the thing in her ear will be an actual earbud so she can hear things from her staff telling her what to say because I don't think the smartest woman in the world's capable of articulate thought. Uh, her Parkinson's or AIDS or whatever she has is probably way too devastating in her to, to do that. You know, it's funny. She started her political career as a Goldwater girl and then decided that betraying her family and everything she ever believed in and was taught and rebelling was the way to do it. And so she joined the team to go after Richard Nixon, who covered up a crime that the plumbers committed. Now, G. Gordon, uh, what was his name? G. Gordon Letty or Getty? I can't remember his whole name, but G. Gordon is a, a brilliant man, and he led the plumbers to go and, and ransack the Democrat National uh, Committee's offices in Whitewater Hotel. A white, not Whitewater, Watergate Hotel, that faux pas. But you're thinking the Clintons, you know, Whitewater is not far away. And uh, and the reason they wanted to do this, which most people in history have just simply forgotten and ignored, was that the DNC was running a prostitution ring, that's right, to take care of its clients and lobbyists and politicians. Huh. So... The Republicans were going to expose it to help ensure Nixon's amazing uh, election would be a landslide. Well, it was anyway. They didn't need to do it. It wasn't something that, uh, as far as G. Gordon has ever said, that Nixon was aware of. Uh, that It was his chief of staff and those people that were all responsible for this crap. And then they bailed and flaked out, as politicians tend to do. G. Gordon is uh, the only one... Who refused to talk, as far as I know, and was the only one who went to jail. He, he didn't talk. He didn't cut a deal. He didn't get away, which is what everybody wanted everybody to do. But G. Gordon refused to turn over on his people or on the administration. And so he did his time and then got out and started his life over again. He paid his price for what he did. I've always held him and, his, and the plumbers responsible for bringing down the Nixon administration. Uh, which shouldn't have had to have happened. Um, but politics is dirty, and it has nothing to do with doing what's right for the country. It has to do what's right for one's party, which is why so many people in this race today, this this election cycle, are so pissed off because we're just flat out tired of party politics being raised above the needs of this country uh, the, and the parameters of the Constitution. 
So Nixon decided he was going to pay off people, money that the RNC had, to shut everybody up and cover up the little faux pas of the plumbers. They didn't need the stuff. They weren't going to use it, and they were just going to try and hush it all up. Well, that's what Nixon got in trouble for. He didn't do the crime. He tried to cover it up. Now, because of that, Nixon lost the presidency. He lost being president over this. And Spirit Agnew, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he got in some kind of trouble too when all this was being turned over, and he resigned. And then Nixon had to resign. And or the other way around, Nixon resigned, so they uh, put Ford in, and then Spirit Agnew resigned, and they brought in some other knucklehead no one knows in history anymore. And and then they promptly lost the next election, even though they played some very wicked politics against Ronald Reagan at the convention to keep him from being the nominee. And then they promptly lost to the Democrats and put the country through eight more years of misery uh, until Reagan could come back and win it again. <laughs> but Anyway, uh, or four more years of misery, rather. So, what are you doing? Yeah, you're not even sleeping. Why are you snoring? So, the point here is, is Nixon covered up someone else's crime, lost the presidency. Hillary is guilty of committing crimes. We know that she's a traitor. We know that she's committed treason. We know that she's lied to the people who and their families over Benghazi. We know she's had an enrollment in Extortion 17. We know about the Whitewater uh, scam to sell property. We know about the properties they got at a discount and others paid full price for. We know about the Rose Law Firm uh, records mysteriously turning up in their in their White House uh, living space when they were co-presidents. We know about her failure as trying to create Hillary care and dictate to this country and become a fascist. We know about the cattle futures where she turned $1,000 into $100,000 miraculously, but claims she doesn't like Wall Street, doesn't know anything about it, and can't do anything like that again, never has. So we know these things were, were done to enrich them. We know she's getting quarter million dollars to go talk. But well, we don't know what she said because they won't release the transcripts. Except maybe some are being released uh, by WikiLeaks and those guys, and and it doesn't sound pretty. It sounds like she's done everything she's always done: lie to one group, lie to the other, or tell the truth to one and lie to the other. Who knows when she's telling the truth? But she tells whatever group she's in front of what they want to hear, and no one really knows what Hillary believes. We have all the pay to play that we are seeing in all these email scandals with Hillary about all these foreign countries paying money. And then the secretary of state, Hillary Clinton would show up and have meetings with these guys. You know, if they deposited $32 million, we know there's a, a money trail out there showing that the Hill, the, the Clinton foundation is a money laundering, money laundering facility. You deposit money into it and then it gives money to Democrats uh, and their races, and then those people get money, and they have to give some back to the the foundation. And so there's this big circle of three or four or five people where the money's going in cycles around and around and around, and and enriching everybody in the Democrat Party. Meanwhile, where's the ten billion dollars or whatever it was they were supposed to send to Haiti? They got all this money from the central government because they were 
part of the group that was going to help Haiti. And now look at the damage in Haiti. Look at the the 300-plus people that died in Haiti of the last hurricane. Uh, where, where are the outcries from the left for that? Why aren't they fixing this? Why aren't they demanding that money be demonstrated where it went? Because the Clintons lied about sending it. They never sent the money to them. If they did, it went through another Ponzi scheme to end up right back into their pockets. So they fraudulently took money on us. I, and I could spend hours going over this stuff. Nixon lost his job because he tried to protect the country, right or wrong, or his own butt, who knows? You know, it depends on who you want to believe. He tried to cover up another person's crime and lost his presidency because of it. Hillary has committed thousands of crimes and thinks she's entitled to the presidency. And what is ironic is that Hillary was fired from the impeachment team that was going after Richard Nixon because the Democrats on the impeachment team said that she did nothing but lie and create scandal and that the things that Nixon had done were bad enough without Hillary getting in there and trying to make up stuff just to throw it on the wall and make America have to guess whether it was right or wrong and taint Nixon so that they could destroy Nixon's presidency. Because that was what was important. Destroying a Republican's presidency was more important than finding out if Richard Nixon was guilty of anything, and if so, then to punish him, which is, of course, correct. I don't care if he was Republican or Democrat. If he did these things, he needs to be punished in some fashion. Uh, Censor, admonition from Congress, uh, impeachment hearings, I don't know uh, what would have been correct over this. I would imagine that Richard Nixon would like a do-over to know what you can get away with today and not even have to apologize for. While Bill Clinton was president, her husband, they were co-presidents. He's diddling interns on the Oval Office seal, on the floor in the Oval Office. And he lies. And not only did it come to trial about this, but he lied about it. See, this whole thing about impeaching Bill Clinton, who was impeached, Nixon wasn't, Bill Clinton, her husband, was. The whole impeachment thing was not over sex with Monica. That broke the story. That got everybody's attention. That made it sexy for the news to cover and for people to pay attention to. But what it was all about was the fact that Bill Clinton lied under oath, and Hillary too, who could never remember anything, and the Clintons suborned perjury. That means they went out and they offered money or made threats to witnesses to lie on the stand in favor of the Clintons, or they wouldn't get paid, or they'd get fired, or they'd end up committing suicide in Fort Marcy Park. And she thinks she's entitled to the presidency. Her husband has been accused of six different rapes, but they're protected because they're Democrats, because they vote right on abortion, because the Democrat Party says they're, they're royalty, and so they have to protect them. Or because there are a lot of people afraid of committing suicide, 
I would imagine that more so, there's a lot of people getting money skimmed off the top and becoming rich because of the Clintons. And so they tolerate all of these incredibly stupid things the Clintons do in order to become wealthy or to gain power. Again, look at the people who have lost their jobs for trying to do the right thing or doing the wrong thing, but a minor wrong thing, and look at the plethora of bad things they have done. And and it's just infantable. It's not conceivable that one couple can commit that many crimes since Bonnie and Clyde. And I'm not even sure if Bonnie and Clyde could hold a candle to him either. I'm just saying. You know, that, that's the only last couple I can think of that was out committing crime after crime after crime. Uh, and the Clintons may have actually been involved in more people's deaths than Bonnie and Clyde, too. So the president has raped six different women. The president has said to a woman that he raped and created vaginal tearing and – good morning. Hey, King, welcome back. Vaginal tearing and bruising – and he turned around as he was leaving after he had raped her and told her to put ice on it and walked out the door. That's what he told her. Put ice on it. Why is there no outrage about that? Why is there no outrage about all the women that have been raped by Bill Clinton? Why is there no outrage about the interns, which we have a responsibility for in Washington, D.C., a familial responsibility, paternus? especially the president of the United States. It's his job to protect all these kids, teenagers, and young adults that are up there learning how the world works, how the government works, and are helping out at a free or reduced rate of salaries. Monica may have been very willing. Monica may have orchestrated all this. Uh, It's right. Hillary is a terrorist. She's a domestic terrorist. Um. Monica may have orchestrated all this and seduced Bill Clinton, but I don't think the seduction was very hard. But it doesn't matter if that's true. Lola can do what Lola wants, but the adult male can't. You can have a 13-year-old try to seduce you, and it's not her fault. She's 13. She's a little girl. She can't think. It's the man's responsibility to protect, even when there's temptation. Certainly the President of the United States, which the Democrats like to call the father of the country, needed it. That's why I hoped he had gone to jail. He would have gotten one of those rapes back. (laughs) But Now, I ask you this. We are supposed to be upset at Trump for saying allegedly, uh, and I say allegedly because I haven't actually heard the tapes, I've heard some that were edited, but they were so bad I couldn't really hear them, and they bleep out stuff. But allegedly he said that he was talking about a group of women, and he said he liked to kiss their uh, their vajayjays, vajayjays. Hey, Mandy, Mandy, at uh, hey pups, pups are saying hey back. Hey, and look, whoever's doing the green hearts, we got green on all of tonight. So the Trump said that I would like to CNN did not bleep it out. So am I correct? He said that he wanted to kiss their vajayjays, which is code word, by the way, (laughs) code word. Um, 
the if that's what he said, then fine. First, let me point out. Oh, it's not what he said. What did he say? King, type it out for me. Go ahead and use the whole words and everything. Just type it out so I can decide if I'm going to say. Oh, he wanted to grab boobs or vajayjays. At um, uh, because from what I understand, he said that he wanted to kiss them or grab them or something like. Okay, the vajayjays got it. He wanted to grab them, to touch them, fondle them, and uh, pissy is what he said. Oh, okay. I thought it was. Uh, I thought they he used <laughs> a, a more negative connotation. So he said he wanted to do that. Well, I'm not sure uh, that. There are very many. Oh, okay. (laughs) So he did say the naughty words. Okay. So, but I don't know of too many adult males or teenage males for that matter that aren't gay, that that's not their ever living goal for for their life. Right. And, um, yeah, the force is strong and autocorrect. (laughs) So he wants to touch them and have fun with them. Bill Clinton rapes them. Not wants to. Bill Clinton rapes them. Now, which one should we be offended by? Okay, guys. Y'all are coming down. You're hot and you're squirming. And I'm going to drop one of you. Okay, bud. Go down. (laughs) So, oh, he said he could and can because he's famous. Well, what... Isn't that the whole reason men pick up guitars and learn how to play and become rock stars? (laughs) Isn't that the perk? I don't know of too many guys that are 15 to 30 that don't talk about women in a sexual connotation because we're young and we're stupid. It takes a male about 30 to 40 years of life before his brain starts connecting to his spinal column. Okay. It takes a long time for a male to mature. We are sexual creatures. This is how we reproduce. This is how we preserve the species. This is how we create our progeny. The, but it's also fun for if you're doing it right. And, and it's a goal we have. Now, again, if, if it involves a minor, that changes all the rules. But if it's consenting adults, I don't see how it's government's business. But I know for a fact that men talk about women as sexual creatures when we're alone, locker room banter. We brag, we lie, we do all kinds of stupid things. I also happen to know, uh, and it was, it was a private conversation between two people. They were just happened to be mic'd, and the mics were left on, and they weren't informed that their mics were still hot, and it was recorded and then leaked when it should have been kept as privileged information. But, you know, you can't trust the media. Uh, it, uh, so, <laughs> exactly. I was just getting at that, that, Dragon, is this. Have you ever been in a room with just women? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I turn red. Uh, I, I, I am not embarrassable very easily. But I have been in places where there were just women, and I've overheard them or they thought they were just women, (laughs) and I've overheard them talk. And the way they size up men and discuss them or want them to do to them and stuff, um, you don't exactly count as a woman. (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh, the women talk trashy. 
You don't believe me? You don't even have to listen to women talk. Go to the grocery store. Go down to the book section at, at your Walmart or your, uh, your Albertsons or Kroger, and there'll be a section of magazines and books. 99% of them are tailored to women. Um, yeah, I, you might be right. There might be actionable uh, legalities here, King, but it's too late because what was intended was to embarrass Trump and and wreck his ratings and hurt him before another debate, make us talk about this instead of other things. And so they've won the round already. If there's anything legal that comes down the line, then oh well. But uh, pick up one of their trashy novels, you know, the ones with the guy who thinks it's not butter and can't believe it and has got all the long flowing hair. I, I forget his name, um, Fabian or something like that, or Fabio. Um, and, um, so open up one of those books and start reading anywhere and you're going to make a man blush. Those are trashy novels. And that's what my father always called them. My mom loves reading and my dad called them trashy novels. <laughs> and my mom would just laugh and say, yes, they're female fantasy books. And the reason they have them is because most of America today are beta males at best, maybe even Ch- Charlie males, and, uh, and, they're, and they're submissive and they're followers. Alpha males don't exist too much anymore. Sex does sell. That is exactly right. But it's not just sex. It's the imagery of a real man taking charge and doing male things that these books present. And uh, sex sells, but ignorance is bliss. <laughs> well, so, you know, and the fact that most American males no longer are males, they're not, well, they might be male genetically, but I mean, you know, you got all the transgender problems, you got all the beta male problems, you got all the metrosexuals, you got all this other crap going on. Uh, Democrats, I don't even know how they propagate. How, how they even make new babies, uh, as, as testosterone-challenged as they are. New Age feminists are all about men getting naked, but women isn't okay. Now, you see, I say free the boobies, okay? If men can walk around on the beach, uh, and, and there was a time when men walked around on the beach, they had chests with muscles, you know, or, or flat. Nowadays, half the men walking around on the beach have bigger boobs than the women out there. And so if they could walk around without a brawl with big old, what do they call them, moobs, man boobs, then then why not women? All right? I'm all for freeing the boobies and saving the boobies. If you need a cause, join Save the Boobies. My mom had a double mastectomy from cancer, and, and that is just wicked wrong for a woman to ever have to go through. And... Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I, I, it's one of the things I do. Thongs and boobies. There you go. But, but you see, we have a culture that pretends sex doesn't exist, that lust doesn't exist, that men and women don't like each other, or women and women, or men and men, or men and women and men, or men, women, ducks and garden hoses. I, I, I mean, whatever. First off, the government doesn't have any business getting into that crap. But second, we tried to pretend that 
that what Trump said was wrong. Okay. Then like Jesus said at the stoning of the woman who had committed adultery, let the first man who has never talked like that ever talk like that cast the first stone. When we grow up and mature, we stop talking like that because we've grown up and mature. Or woman, too. That's exactly right. Although, if there was somebody that didn't ever talk like that, it might have been a woman. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, we, we think and we talk and we learn and we mature. And that's important. Right? That's important. But... I don't know, what was it, 10 years ago? Trump was supposedly mature by then, right? I mean, unless he's just a slow learner. Uh, I'd be interested to know, since Trump has been a Republican and changed back to a Democrat seven times and now is a Republican, I wonder, was he a Democrat when he said that or was he a Republican? And if he was a Democrat, would that change how, how he would be treated by the media? I can promise you this, whatever Trump said would not have been leaked to the media if he was the Democrat candidate. And if it was, it would be blown under and dismissed as superfluous. Old news. Can't we get on? Can't we, can't we get past this stuff? Can't we all get along would be what we would be hearing, that it's all old. The libertarians, after hearing what Trump has said, have called for Mike Pence, Mike Pence, is that his first name? Mike Pence, the VP on Trump's ticket, to surrender his position and join the Libertarian Party. <laughs> that, uh, you know, Trump is an egotist. <clears throat> He's got a huge ego. I know this because I do too, and I can see it in him, although I don't need mine stroke quite like he does. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice already. But he's sitting there with some guy. I don't know who, even who it is. Don't really even care. They are talking about women, and for some reason, Trump feels a need to inflate his ego, feel better with his peer he's talking with, and that Trump actually allows this other guy to make a de decision on whether or not he's going to help Trump with his ego or not. As I don't like giving that power to people. So I usually suppress it. But um, the they were in the Trump Towers, yeah. So I don't know why he would need to do that. But he was doing it fine. Honestly, who cares? It's words, right? It's words. That's no worse than watching a TV show and it's set on a TV show or enacted by actors on a TV show. So what's the difference? I'm not justifying what Trump said. He's an idiot. And I said stuff probably near like that. You know, I wouldn't mind having her. I wouldn't mind doing that. I'd tap that. I, you know I mean? Who didn't say stupid stuff like that? I even think it every now and then. Like, oh my gosh, she is so gorgeous. Even at my age, I think, I would not mind 
that for a girlfriend. But uh, that's because we're human beings and we're sexual creatures. What separates us from animals is we don't go over and tap it right then and there because we can. I mean, two dogs see each other and they're in heat. Boom, there it goes. They don't care who's watching. They don't care if they're outside. They don't care who's on. It's a boom. So we have some discretion. So we refrain from doing the bad things in life. That's what separates good people from bad people. That's what separates the Trumps who say they would like to tap that from the Clintons who rape it. So you tell me, which one should we be upset about? We're talking 10 years ago, right? So, okay, we're talking about the time that the Clintons were in office. So, again, well, of course, that was 20 years ago, but but the Clintons were just out of office when this started. So, so why should we be upset? Trump said something, said something 10 years ago, and the Clintons have been raping women for decades, both of them, because while Clinton's out there tapping it, against their will. Hillary then goes around and does the even worse offense of covering it up, of doing bimbo eruption work, of getting these women and treating them like trailer trash. What was that snakehead looking guy that was married to the Republican girl? Uh, and he ran around uh, helping the Democrats and the Clintons out. Um, I forget his name now. Mary Matlin or something like that was his wife's name. Uh, he looked like a snake, like an honest snake, um, from Slytherin House or something. But he he uh, he said that the women who were accusing Bill Clinton of rape, which we're supposed to treat as a very serious thing in this country, when a woman accuses, I mean, look what happened to the Duke lacrosse team. They were accused by a manif- uh, manic depressive, schizophrenic prostitute of interracial rape, which they didn't do. And we tore the Duke lacrosse team apart. Now, well, not all of us. Some of us said, hey, let's, let's see here and see what's going on here before we have any facts. But the media tore them up. The Democrats tore them up. The holier than thou's tore them up. Turns out the Duke lacrosse team, while guilty of being stupid, were not guilty of rape. But we're supposed to treat the women who make these accusations because women don't lie about rape, we were told. Remember that? Women don't lie about rape. <clears throat> but when women lie about rape, it's only when they lie because they were raped by Bill Clinton that they start raping. So uh, people say you shouldn't question a victim, but people need to say you, you know if it's true. Right. Look, in America, no matter what you think about it, you have a right to face your accuser. It's a protection because of the evils that can be done by an anonymous accuser, and you don't even know who it is or what you're accused of. And so, No, no, no. We had a revolutionary war over that, and we put it in the Constitution, babies, to stop that from happening. So if you accuse somebody, you better be ready to stand up and defend it. And I know that suppresses some people from accusing their aggressors of rape. I get that. I'm sorry. But it's better that way than to have a whole bunch of innocent people sitting in jail because they couldn't face their accusers and find out what the hell was going on. They couldn't challenge them. They couldn't question and say, wait a minute, no, this is what happened, not what that. And that is a protection that we need, and, and it's indispensable. So these women accused Bill Clinton of rape. 
and she goes around and, and attacks them and spends thousands of dollars against each one. Uh, <clears throat> yes, exactly right. And, of course, that's kind of what the Chinese say. <laughs> it's better to have a thousand guilty people in jail and let one, one innocent go than to have a uh, hundred people in jail that are innocent to get one guilty guy. Um, and I see both ways. Uh, one's more Machiavellian than the other. But in this country, if we're not sure, the, the default position is we let them go. Because people like that are going to screw up again, and then we'll get them. You see, look at Bill Clinton. He didn't do it just once, get away with it and go, whew, boy, I dodged a bullet. I'm never doing that again. No, he thought, I got away with it. I'm going to go do it again. And he did it again and again and again and again and again and again. Six times at least that we know of. And he keeps getting away with it. Doesn't matter if you can or cannot face your accuser, Bill Clinton. You don't even have to. The Shades of Grey is outraged at the Trump remark. Look at the trash that the author of Fifty Shades of Grey wrote. Now, if you want to read that, fine. I, I would suggest to you it's probably not good for your soul, but that's between you and your God and your book choices. Uh, I have no problem with that. But someone who writes a book about sadomasochism and bondage thinks that what Trump said was foul? What does she think her book's about? We can say it because we're artists and we can write and do these things. That's just fantasy. You know what? Trump was fantasizing out loud. Right? Trump was fantasizing out loud. She put it in writing. They made a bloody movie about it. Now, has she participated in bondage? I don't know. Don't care. If she has, great. If she likes it, have fun. But don't tell me that Trump is evil for fantasizing about having sex with beautiful women. He's surrounded by them. He's married supermodel after supermodel. He's got power and wealth, and women are attracted to power, and women are attracted to wealth. Why? Because those two things provide something. They provide security. And if you're looking at the guy who works at the hot dog stand or the guy who owns Trump Towers, who do you think is going to win? Well, I don't guess I even need to answer that, do I? They're attracted to it. They're attracted to it so much. For the security, and they can't help it. Women can't help this because they are genetically hardwired to be attracted to security and safety. And they are hardwired to be attracted to men who they think will protect their babies, even if they don't want babies, even if they're not even thinking about babies. Yeah, the hot dog stand guy, that's me, you know. <laughs> but uh, but, but uh, the, the uh, women want to make sure that their children had the greatest chance of survival to carry on the genes. It's genetically hardwired in women. And so they would go with these things. And that's why they find them attractive. They find confidence attractive. They find laughter attractive. They find men that do stupid things like ride their motorcycles down the street without a helmet, popping willies for three miles, attractive. It's idiotic. Most likely they're going to end up out of the gene pool. But if you can grab those genes before, then those genes tell women that they have a greater chance of their children living a longer life and succeeding. Men look for women with symmetrical features. Men look for women with big boobs and big hips because big boobs can obviously feed a baby better than teeny boobs. And, and hips mean babies can pop out easier. 
less chance of child uh, bearing deaths. And men can't help that either. We're hardwired. But we can't always get what we want, so we get what we can. We get what is available. We get what is available to us in our circles and then what is a lot, what accepts us you know the the problem for most men is to have sex you need a volunteer and that's why if trump was to have sex with these women they volunteered or he paid them he, he, i don't know i'm not accusing them or anything i'm just saying they did it willingly whether they were paid or not but the women that clinton had sex with were raped. They weren't volunteers. So, again, I say which one do you think is really important for us to focus on? Are we going to put the, the Clintons back into the White House, knowing that they're rapists and thieves and liars and braggarts and, and duplicitous and treasonous? Or are we going to put the man in who 10 years ago fantasized about having sex with pretty women? <laughs> you know? I think what I find in this message is there's hope that when I get to that age, I'm still going to be interested in sex. Yes. There was a time in my life I thought once you hit 30, you quit being interested in sex. <laughs> that, uh, and yes, again, thank you, Amanda. Let's not forget that Trump is not accused of killing anybody, even with his mob ties, and I'm putting up the air quotes again. Uh, even with his mob ties, he hasn't been accused of killing people, right? And there's been a lot of suicides. The idiot, Kolpeck, what's his name? The guy that's running uh, uh, the FBI, the attorney general that came out and he said that there was nothing to, uh, that no no district attorney would file charges against Hillary Clinton over her emails or any of that stuff. Remember that, that there was... You know, you, you remember what I'm talking about, where he came out and he listed all the reasons why Hillary should be in jail and then said that no DA would ever prosecute that. Well, it turns out his very close relative, and I don't remember who it is. You can Google Bing it. Don't Google it. Bing it or whatever. Research engines, uh, don't Google it. But um turns out his very close relative does the taxes for the Clinton Foundation. Now, what do you want to bet? that the reason Hillary isn't in charge, in charge of anything by the FBI was because the Clinton Foundation was going to bring down a whole lot of Republicans and Democrats. I said that. Republicans and Democrats. People in the FBI. People in the House. People in the Senate. Probably people in the administration of Obama. People in the Clinton Foundation. People riddled throughout Arkansas and New York. We're going to be brought down over this. And so they covered it up. But uh, Hillary's cousin is Dick Cheney. That's right. And Dick Cheney, his family once upon a time had slaves. And since Hillary's related to Dick Cheney, that means Hillary loves slavery. Touchdown. <laughs> I can name that tune in three, three notes. That was the Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation. And we only did it in two. So there you are. <laughs> so, yes, sir. So, what are we going to be worried about? I'm not worried about Trump saying stupid things. Trump says stupid things. So do the Clintons. 
right? <clears throat> I do uh, hours and hours of radio. And I can tell you that it is probably more stupid things than brilliant things that come out of this mouth. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah. oh, just one second. One second, this is very important. Megan, call me back in 10 minutes. I'm live on the air. Okay, okay. 10 minutes, I promise, okay? Okay, I'll call you right back. So, at, um, that was my girlfriend. She called back. <laughs> so, yes. So, I got 10 minutes. I got to call her. I got, I've got to go, guys. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> right. Um, go watch the debate. I will. We'll come back Thursday. We'll talk about it, and we'll see where that goes. I'm going to go finish the Cowboy game after I talk to Megan. And, and um, but, um, yes, by the way, we saw – I don't know if she's okay. She's crying right now, so it's freaking me out. <laughs> but I, at least I know she's alive, so I, I've got that thing beyond me. Uh, having her go home at midnight did not make me happy. I wanted to drive her home, but she, she insisted she was a big girl. But, so anyway, uh, yes, exactly. Thank you, Amanda. I'll give you all an update Thursday. But, but the don't listen to the Trump thing. What what I'm more concerned about is all of these stories. Uh, I will um, text me again, so you're in my text stream, and then I'll t- I'll talk. I'll I'll give you an update tonight. Um, the agadorable, the unscented blind guy, as we call him, or the unpleasant blind guy, as the world knows him, and he's on I think uh, High Plains Pundit Press Radio and stuff. Uh, yeah, well I. I'm going tomorrow uh, to eat pancakes tomorrow at 8 a.m. if you want to join me at Blue Bonnet. Anybody wants to join me at Blue Bonnet tomorrow, 8 a.m. Uh, on uh, on Halton Road, uh, Blue Bonnet Cafe, pancakes on me. <laughs> as long as we don't fill the restaurant up, <laughs> I'll pay for it. Uh, to, <clears throat> so anyway, um, uh, he came out with this theory. I told you, it's on me, Amanda. It's on me uh, for you and your wife. Bring, bring both of you. Um, so he has this theory, and he present he presented this theory when Trump was still a nominee, not not the nominee. I mean, but a candidate in the primaries. <clears throat> I'm sorry, King. Sometime we'll we'll get together. Um, he presented this theory, and the theory is this: if I can get <laughs> get it out, stop talking. <laughs> At, uh, the theory is this, that Trump ran as a Republican because he's a friend of Hillary's and he's going to sandbag his own election by saying stupid things and driving Republican voters away, i.e. never Trump people, to the point where more never Trump people show up and then Hillary wins. That This was all by design. Now, you can't make that claim that this is more evidence of that theory. Because he said this 10 years ago. And the only way you can make the claim is if maybe Trump released those tapes to the public, which I don't think he did. But Trump has certainly been saying a lot of stupid things lately. I mean, who cares about Miss Universe being, you know, going from 118 pounds to 280 pounds or 288 pounds, whatever it was, 290, gaining 60-something pounds? You know, that's an internal thing with the Miss Universe pageant and stuff, and he was part of that. I get that. But the name-calling, I don't get. And I don't get his Twitter ran at 3 in the morning. 
about it. And frankly, I don't care. And I don't care if she did a soft porn or she did a porn. I mean, for God's sakes, Trump is talking about Miss Universe doing porn when Trump is on the Playboy channel. Trump uh, introduces porn on the Playboy channel. So you tell me which is worse. Uh, neither in my book. I don't care. If you want to do it, do it. Um, there was a time where I thought porn was harmless. Now I'm not so sure. I think porn hurts our souls. And 16 women raped in 1969, Mr. Clinton rapes. He, he raped 16 in 1969. I haven't heard that. But, but anyway, again, this isn't my business. If they want to do it, do it. If you make money, make money. If you do it to get fame, fame, do it. This is your business, not ours. Oh, since 1969, he's raped 16 women. I didn't even know that. But, uh, the, the, the world is the world. The government only has a certain role, very limited role. Again, I ask you to tell me, to name me one thing the government doesn't tax, control, or regulate. This is why government's bad. This is why I have a radio show, because we need to get government to the part where we can tell you things that it doesn't tax, control, or regulate. And there should be lots of it to say, but there's nothing that you can claim that they don't tax, control, or regulate. Okay, they control and tax drugs. You know, look at the FDA. That's you know all there. Even illegals. They you know with the war on drugs. So I mean, no matter where you want to go, drugs, I will make a connection to taxing, controlling, and regulating. So the the government doesn't have roles in these things. What we want is a perfect person to be president. Jesus isn't going to take the job. It's a demotion. And he's the only perfect person that has ever walked on this earth. Mohammed, perfect. He was a pedophile. Forget it. A goat raper. Forget it. So the only perfect person won't do the job. So we take the human beings that are available in a fallen world in exile from God. We take what we can get. We want our president to be better than us. When Trump goes out and says, I tap that, he's not better than us. He is us, and we can't forget that. And what we want is to be able to forget that he is a human being who puts his pants on, who lusts after women or men or power or money, and, and he has goals and dreams and desires. He has greed. He has selfishness. He has love. He has laughter. He has hate. He has everything that we have, but we want him to be better than us so that we can justify giving him our vote and our trust and putting him in office. Now, Adams and all the other founders, and you can pick one and, look and quote them, and they will tell you we have to be ethical and moral in order to be free. And they're right. But an ethical and moral man isn't a perfect man. He is a man who, while making mistakes, will recognize them and improve. Donald Trump shows a progression of improvement. Donald Trump has come out and said, I'm not a perfect man. I should not have said that. I'm smarter and a better man today, and I can promise you I will be a better man tomorrow. What more can we ask for? He has shown, like him or not, a trend towards being a better person. His family are good people. He has done well by his sons, whatever role he's had in their lives. They're very articulate. Ivanka Trunk? <laughs> well, I'm not going to go there, but, uh, but hey, his family are good people. 
He has apologized. The Clintons don't apologize. They're never at fault for anything. And they have been criminals and traitors for decades. And there is nothing in the Clintons' life that is to show that we can say, look, they're improving as people. They're improving in criminality. They're getting better at it. They're getting more skilled at hiding it from us and doing things like the Clinton Foundation, where all the money they earn goes through the tax system in such a way where they're not taxed, while Trump is being blamed for not paying for the military because he had such a huge loss that he got to deduct it from his taxes. Meanwhile, the Clintons earn most of their money in tax-free revenue, muni bonds and, and the Clinton Foundation tax-free revenue. So don't talk to me about ethics and morals. The Clintons are all about destroying and ruining it. The debate's tonight, 8 o'clock Central, if I remember right. And the next show is Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Texas time. Here at UGP Radio, Blog Talk Radio, High Plains Pundit Press, uh, Squeaker, Spreaker, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, not YouTube, iTunes, and uh, we have a YouTube channel too, but I haven't got much on there. I am your underground professor. This has been copyrighted in the year of your Lord, 2016, via Contoodles. Thank you for coming. Thank you for playing, and we'll see you Thursday night. Click on the like buttons, follow buttons, tell your friends and enemies. Good night, y'all. <laughs> Bye, guys.